0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mixer <clears throat> Don't even
1: be nervous. This is basically what we're doing right now. We're just He's talking. Good. I'm, I'm going to hold this. I'll pass it to you when I ask you a question, Okay.
2: Hi. Hi, I'm Hanan Lancaster. Welcome to Black and White Conversations. Today we have two special guests, and a main reason why we created this podcast is to bring light to issues affecting us. And so today we have Elijah Lancaster. Hello. And Isaiah Lancaster. Hello. And they'll be joining us to discuss a children's perspective on black and white conversations.
1: And they're your kids.
2: And they're my kids. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: the Lancaster people might have got it. And we have.
2: Hey, I'm
3: Lucas. Glad and, to be back.
1: Yeah. And I'm Brandy. We all know mm-hmm. that the big mouth, the one with the big mouth. We're going to start conversations. Yep, Isaiah. And this is also Buddy. Oh, this is Buddy. That's true. <laughs> we love Buddy. They love Buddy. Um, so we're going to start with just asking the boys kind of what their take is on what's happening right now. Like what, um, Isaiah, we'll start with you. What, what are you thinking about these protests that you've attended? And, like, where's your head at? What do you think it's all about? I think it's about it's
4: about the justice of what happened to George George Floyd Floyd and our peaceful protesting and some people
1: are just taking advantage of that and rioting. That's a great answer. But do you do you you understand why this is happening? Yes, because Maybe
2: not. You want to jump right. in? That, yeah, go ahead. No, it's true. It's, 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 well, Either way. Do you understand why it's happening?
4: Yes, wrong well, Why do you think it's happening? It's happening because black people do not have fair rights and they killed someone and it's not fair for the black people since they were slaves.
1: I agree. <laughs> I think it can be a little confusing right now for our young... I have two boys. You have two boys. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Um, I don't know that they're getting the proper... Well, we're not in school, so... It is important that we have these conversations with them, but I don't know that we really, how do we explain exactly what's happening, Lucas?
3: Um I'm no expert, but usually telling the truth is is is, is the beginning. And um I'm not sure, what grade are you guys in? What I'm in are you, fifth. You're in fifth? He's in
4: fourth.
3: In? Do y'all have history and social studies?
4: No, I have social studies and history.
3: So is that history class?
4: basically yeah
3: so share with us like what did you learn in black history in your history class i mean is it pretty informative or how do you feel about what you learned in school about our history i mean sometimes do we get past martin Mm -hmm. luther king
4: good i guess good good. you
3: feel good about it i mean is it a good time during your school time you know i remember history class Mm -hmm. however I grew up in a different time where we didn't have the internet. And so we had just to believe what they told us. You ever question any of your history?
4: Um,
3: yeah, I do. You do question your history?
4: Yes, like Independence Day. Yeah, me too.
3: Independence Day. Oh, you're talking about American history you question. Yeah. What is it about Independence Day that, that's questionable?
4: That they told us about it was about to be independent.
3: But it wasn't. But it wasn't. It why, why wasn't it independent? Because it was
4: about when black people were slaves.
3: Oh, that's yeah. true. But so you learned Did you learn disabled. that in school, or did no? You?
4: My mom told me. They
3: uh, just lied. That's the that's key true. to that. That's the key to everything. But you gotta yeah. learn at home. You know.
1: It is true. I guess if you think about it, we have to share this, honey. Um, it, it's not Independence Day because we slavery was still a big thing. Oh,
2: in 1776, absolutely. Yes. Well, I, but I think a lot of people didn't fully realize that it wasn't an Independence Day for everyone, as we've been taught to celebrate. Right. So. Um, so when I shared that with the kids, they were shocked because we were all independent, but we all weren't. All Black lives didn't matter then. And all white
1: people were independent.
2: All white people were independent. So
3: Were they? Or white men? White men. Because the women were just in a bad situation, too, in yeah, 1776. I mean, have you guys ever heard of um, Crispus addicts?
1: No. Me either. Christmas?
3: Crispus Ab. I'd be pronouncing it <laughs> no, wrong. You pronounce right. Crispus <laughs> Addicts. He was a revolutionary. What the
4: heck is Crispus?
3: <laughs> he was the first person who was shot and killed during the Revolutionary War in 70s, At the Boston Tea Party. You learn about the Boston Tea Party? No.
4: Barr- no. I heard about the... The... The American... Meme- kij- j- 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 People
2: raked it with bombs. Oh, the Boston Marathon. The Boston Marathon. Okay, yeah. that I'm going to go back We're another... Uh,
3: so, there was this time big... There was a time in our country where we said we didn't want to be ruled. We we don't want to be taxed without representation. So, mm-hmm. this dude who you mentioned riot, because that's what the English called it at the time. The Boston Tea Party was a riot. And actually, the first person to die was a black guy. His mm-hmm. name... Yeah, his name was Christmas Addicts. They
1: put, they put him on the front in the front. He 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 Crispus ran to the front. He was attic. a patriot. Crispus Addicts. He was the Crispus first
3: Christmas He was the first person to die for the Revolutionary okay, War, okay, okay. and he was actually African American.
1: So he gave his life for our country. We've been given
3: mm-hmm. That's the thing about it. We've been giving our lives for this country since day one. And however, you know, I'm surprised they didn't teach you that in school.
1: Maybe I think it might be coming up for them because I I think fourth and fifth grade, I can't remember. But I have a lighter question for you both. What do you want to be when you grow up, Rizia?
0: I
4: want to be be a a businessman. businessman? Any particular business? Nope. The money business? Oh, me too. (laughs) The money business. The money business. What about you, Elijah? An animator. An actor. Oh.
3: Nice. Who's your favorite actor? I
4: don't know. I just like anime.
2: Uh-huh. He
3: watches a lot of anime. Lot of, yes. Anime. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> gonna kick out a Denzel Washington or Morgan Freeman.
1: Oh, my kids love Morgan. There, there's something Everybody about Morgan. Morgan
3: Freeman.
0: Fre- I
1: know, but there's like there were since they were little, they knew who he was. There was like a a meme or something about mm-hmm. like more. I don't know, but I was like, how do you know Morgan, Morgan Freeman? Freeman? You're like four years old. <laughs> But there's something, but yeah, we all love him., um, who's your favorite actor? Or what's your favorite movie? Oh. He's so cute. <laughs> really
3: you cute. guys don't like more. Any
1: anime movie.
3: What is anime? Anime
1: is like Japanese um, cartoons. Yeah. cartoons that are very uh, very emo. Oh, yes, oh my favorite
2: movie um, was a, the Song of Voice. What, what was it called? The Silent Voice. Um, yeah. The Silent Voice was a Japanese movie that won a lot of awards two that years ago. That. Yeah. It was sad. Two
4: people almost died. I, I don't oh,
1: like wow. sad movies.
4: Because they were get, they were both hating themselves. It one kid bullying. one no. kid bullied the girl, but then he changed and wanted to be his friend. But then the girl still hated herself. She tried to jump off. She only died. But then the boy
1: saved her and the boy slipped off. Have you have know. you ever known anyone at your school that is like a bully or acts like a bully? Yes. yes. Really?
3: Yes. What do, what do bullies, how do bullies act these days? What do, they, what do bullies do?
4: They pick on you, they call you names, and they beat you
3: up. Physically put their hands on
4: you? Yes. They punch you in the stomach. Oh, no. And for for what reason? For I don't know. They just, just punch mean. me in the stomach. And it hurt
3: what'd you do about it
4: i told the principal and then the principal made me write a
3: contract a contract
4: you got in trouble for telling on a bully Mm -hmm. no because she doesn't like me for some reason and then she made me write a contract while my mom was even there
3: uh-oh, you sound like you're going to be a lawyer.
2: We had a few discussions about yeah. that, and we actually did. <laughs> hey, this you like a lawyer. We here. actually did bring an I think we amateur. talked about this. Yes. I, now
1: they're friends, right? Yes, now yeah, we're friends. Yeah, that's the one. Right. <laughs> we know who you are, lady, girl. Well, now but now she's
2: a, gone. Now she's gone. <laughs> we have a new principal, so.
1: I wonder who it is. I hope it's
4: a boy.
2: It's not. It's
3: a Really?
4: <laughs> I want a boy teacher.
3: You don't have any men teachers?
4: No. Well, there is at our school, but I never get one. I have a men teacher in summer school right now, though.
3: Really? Isaiah
1: has a girl, though. I have you been.
3: have any men teachers? No,
1: never had one. Never. Really? Had men one. aren't
3: going into te- teaching anymore?
1: Well, because the cops have all the money, remember? We're not paying our <sighs> teachers.
3: Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell,
1: we have to like, I know we want to keep this light for the kids, but um, in your school, are there a lot of kids that are African American?
4: Um, yes. Yeah. Chinese, Japanese, Mexican.
1: Good. Everything. It's diverse.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Do you see color?
4: Oh, um, yeah.
3: What do you mean? I mean, you see it or- I see
4: black people with curly hair.
3: Right. Now, does that does that change by by looking at someone? Do you see them differently by just their skin color? Does that no. make a difference with you? Like who you'd rather hang out with or- No. No, huh?
4: They're lucky. To is that hair. like most mm-hmm. of your friends like that too? Yeah. I have a Chinese friend. I have a black
1: friend. I have a white friend. I have a Mexican friend. I have a lot of friends.
3: Hey, I ain't mad actually. Making friends <laughs> is what it's about.
1: The more the merrier too. I always say you don't need one best friend. Why not have a lot? I mean, it's I always say that to Jake. He has backup best friends. I'm like, smart, <laughs> smart guy. That's my Back little one. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got kicked out of this group today, but I just went to my other group. I'm like, oh, good for you. Backup friends.
2: <laughs> but I think <laughs> kids are kids are so innocent. They really don't don't see it unless they're taught it. Right. And, and that's that's what racism is taught. It's a learned behavior.
1: And in our well, you know, we're all a little bit different ages. I think that it was more prevalent, and you noticed, and were t- like told, "Oh, you know, you have one black person in your class," mm-hmm. and it was very much pointed out, and very, you know, it was like so obvious. Mm-hmm. Now with my kids and your kids, you know, it's not even. Thank God, it's right. not really. It's not even a, about that. Do you ever feel like anyone's yes. mean to you because no. of the color of your skin? No.
2: What happened to you? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: yeah. I'm pretty sure it
1: happened to Elijah. That happened in second
4: grade. Second grade? Because they said I don't have any friends because of that. Yeah. But I do have friends. She hated my Chinese friend too. Little Ryan Kwan.
3: So you remember stuff from the second grade? What grade are you in now?
4: I'm in the fifth grade. So so, so stuff sticks
3: with people, huh? We forget that as adults Mm -hmm. that they remember everything.
2: Yeah, and he didn't actually didn't tell me about it at first. I came in the room and these two were talking and I asked what happened and he started crying and he said that this girl had said that she he shouldn't have any friends because he's black. And so, and it really hurt his feelings. And so then we reached out to the teacher and told the teacher and talked to the principal about it and they were able to intervene and, and start talking about diversity and start having better discussions.
1: I feel like that has to start in the home. I feel like parents need to be we I hold this up a little parents need to be brought in on these not just the teachers and the kids you need to bring the parents in and find out what is being said at home not like nothing. why is this why do you think that's okay that your kids said that mm-hmm. do you know because where are they getting that from
2: right
3: is it what's being said or what's not or what's not being said at home that's the problem
1: well you got to bring the parents in and figure that I out i want to
3: assume that i always want to assume that you're sitting at home and, you, and these kids hear their parents saying all the bad things, all the wrong things. However, mm-hmm. what happens when the parents don't say anything about all the bad things? And I think these guys pick up on it and they look up and like, what why are we why don't we have a problem with this? Yeah. And it's gotta be complicated to explain mm-hmm. the importance. I mean, how do you explain white privilege and not
1: without making them the bad guy right. without right. without, right. without being vilifying the bad guy someone.
3: or vilifying yeah it's, it's just that
1: it's difficult
3: and the it's not the ones who who like this is how we promote it it's the ones who don't say anything and they sit back and say well don't rock the boat right <laughs> don't yeah. rock the boat because you know we're we're all out here suffering you know everybody can have more money everybody can have a bigger paycheck so right. they just we just can't These young guys tell us what to do. What do we do, man? How do we fix it? If you had a, if you had a, what do us grown folks need to do to get this thing together? Like maybe um. No
4: firebomb.
3: No, besides the firebomb. I mean, like
4: seriously, Elijah.
3: Like when you're making friends, I mean, it's been a long time since I had to make new friends. What's the What's the key to making a new friend? How do you when you're out there? How do you approach somebody when you want to make a new friend? Maybe you
4: have to be nice to them.
3: How do you show somebody being nice? What do you mean by that?
4: You like do stuff for them, like maybe help them out if they get hurt or something.
3: Mm. So you like maybe help somebody put their back. I guess you can't do those Boy Scout things anymore, like help somebody put something in a car
1: or. I think or. it's easier for kids because they're in an environment, right? You have recess. Yeah. You know, you yes, recess is sports. the best. With adults, I think that's where the process. problem really we is. We don't have
3: enough interaction.
1: Parents, you can hold it, but you have to hold it here. Your
4: think are just so right? so, like well, we're not
1: out going and playing soccer. I mean, we're on the sidelines, but, mm-hmm. you know, if we... That's why I think we can you a lot Right?
3: Yeah, Maybe. I think so. How
1: do you make friends? Hmm.
3: What's the first thing you say to a new friend?
1: Give me your Pokemon stuff now. <laughs>
4: no, I'm saying... We don't play I Pokemon. Well, I, I love, love Pokemon. I love Pokemon.
1: I make friends over again, actually.
4: Or you just take my friends. Yeah
3: uh oh y'all don't share friends
4: we do share friends yeah we do
3: okay okay I didn't know if that was a a thing I was a twin all my brothers friends were my friends too
1: sometimes it's I was an Irish twin and I shared a room I didn't want to be friends with my sister and her friends like I wanted my own identity I don't know Mm -hmm. how you did it as a twin because I was like so by 18
3: or so we were like hey let's go different. maybe go to different schools so we can bloom a little bit individually Mm
1: mm-hmm do you guys have girlfriends? Uh oh. Never. No, never. I hate everybody. <laughs> hate is a word we do. You don't like them. You don't I like do not them. like those girls. Girls are scary, trust me.
3: As he's hugging his mom. <laughs> They're mean. I'm
1: this,
3: a mama's this mama's boy. boy. I'm a mama's Why? boy, too. Ooh. Uh-oh, what'd you say? Trust me, you have
1: plenty
3: of time. what is it? you say? Mm. my business.
1: Oh, Ooh. it's a business. I feel like that might be. But that's good. You do you. Right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Go home. You guys are awesome, and And I'm sure I'll see you later. I think I might have run out of soda, but I'll get some more. You didn't run out of soda. You're kind. If we're not of
2: root beer, don't come it. Bye, guys. Thank you. When we return, we'll be talking about how we share information with our children and how we filter out what's important and what's not.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: We are back. And as parents and a pseudo parent of my children, um, we are talking about how how crazy it is in today's world to try to explain in a, a way that doesn't scare our kids what is actually happening. Because ultimately we have to talk about murder and things that they should not have to know but they they we have to tell them what it is right it's a difficult time and you know i don't how do you handle it because i just lead with the truth i mean, i was scar probably scarred my kids
2: so i i I lead with the truth but i also filter it so what that looks like is um i don't let them watch the news but i will share with them current events so they understand what's going on like why we're protesting what happened to George Floyd that so they they can feel the importance of it without feeling like the fear of it.
1: But do, or do you feel like it's hard to protect them because they have their phones and their tablets and all of these people that they're around, they can get misinformation. And I feel like I would rather just tell them the truth. It might be a little bit scary mm-hmm. in the front without a filter for me, just because that's just how I don't really know how to filter right. things right. anyway. But I'm just like, this is it because I don't want them to hear from somebody else like the black and white t-shirt thing that we talked about last time. Like, you know, I don't want them
2: to have it muddled. But it is still, I'm sure, scary for them. So it is muddled sometimes. So when they come to you with questions, then that's, I give them just the facts. These are the facts. This is what happened. And then there's, but there's the back questions. Should we be afraid of cops? Are all cops bad? Like, what does that look like? And I actually had received angel guidance to have them interact with police officers so to eliminate the fear. So while I share with them the information, I also take them to police-inspired community events. That way they're not afraid of cops because when there's not self- their
1: bad guy
2: yes so that way they're so that way they can have healthy interactions because so much of what's happening right now is based on the fear and anger so when you're at like a trick-or-treat police event then you see the cops they have the stands they're giving out candy it it feels different it feels like part of the community I take them to the police station right here right here and let them um talk to the cops so that they can get an understanding of how police officers do help our community because it's not all cops it's a lot of them but it's right. not all it's not all but and and because, the police are the police I, are receptive to that they love talking to kids
3: I think yeah with with defunding the police we'll have the budgets to have more of those um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. halloween events and, and things like that and also I think with the defunding of the police that the officers and, and representatives of law enforcement won't have guns on yep. because that's the yep. point Everybody says we want nonviolent lifestyles. Mm-hmm. However, inherently, if you show with a gun, not not violence is here.
1: Right. I, I don't necessarily agree with you on that because I'm not showing up to anybody's house if it's domestic abuse or whatever it is without a weapon. Maybe it's a beanbag gun. It doesn't have to necessarily be one with you know lead bullets. But, you know, if I'm here to serve and protect, I have to protect myself too. Hmm.
3: What's wrong with um you come to a domestic dispute with no gun?
1: What if someone's on meth and you can't talk to them?
3: Then you run back to the patrol <laughs> car and you call in for backup.
1: I d- I don't and think the backup works is led
3: by someone who's supervised and trained in domestic situations. But
1: when you're dealing with people that are not in their right frame of mind like meth there's no there is no, there's no dealing with that.
3: I mean, you contain. If if we're in this house right now...
1: But if how do I, as a female cop, I go to a house right. and it's a giant man and he's on meth and I don't have a weapon and I'm supposed to contain him.
3: Sir, calm down. He's on meth. Okay, I will be back, sir. And that way I, she can take a position mm-hmm. to watch. Why? That's the thing here. This seems like there's some r- written rule or some rule somewhere... That retreat is bad but in life i had to reassess everything i did when i get in the car you know i had to reassess how i back out it's never straightforward in, have, human, in life we we take a couple of steps back mm-hmm. and, and assess the situation but so, so I, why isn't that true in law enforcement
1: no you can if you're able to retreat what if you're not what if the person comes at you or starts to hurt someone else you retreat and just watch someone get killed in front of you? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I, don't, I feel like there's got to be a, a middle. I understand what you're saying and I agree to an extent, but I don't. I mean, we're going to agree to disagree on this. I don't think that cops should not have weapons of some sort.
3: My question would be then like data, data is everything these days. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the data. How many police or law enforcement agents have gone to a domestic dispute and were injured? I don't think the numbers are going to. Well,
1: we can't. We we can't just say I don't think it's going to be. We have to look at the data. We can't. I think if if
3: that were true, we would know about it. Everything that the police go through that is is unsafe for law enforcement, they will let us know. Like another thing, this is a dangerous job. It is not in the top ten most dangerous jobs in the United States. So therefore, if Hmm. if law enforcement is not one of the most ten most dangerous jobs, that means they're not dying. They're not dying. I mean, if they were dying at a dangerous rate, then they would obviously make the top five at least. Law enforcement in the United States is not a part of the top 10 um, dangerous Mm -hmm. jobs. You have a better chance of being hurt or dying diving for the Navy to fix boats than you do as a police officer.
1: And now you want to you want to come in on this?
2: So, I, I, but I, I think this comes back to the middle ground of training and resources and support because I think what that would look like, if in order to have everybody be safe and diffuse situation properly, you would have a mental health expert and. An armed an, a police officer, right? I just saying... So I, so. I feel like that's I feel like there's a a middle space, but again, that becomes a question of resources. Right, the whole fear. It has a training, and as it has trained the trained police officers who don't pull out their guns as a first resort. And mental health, mental health in this country is, is such it. a huge is. issue, and that is where these domestic situations, that is where all these there. I mean, you can't reason because a lot of these issues where people are getting hurt is. They don't know how to deal with someone of a different mental capacity. People are having situations. It looks emotional. Looks stressful. That's where a lot of this is coming from. With that, though, um, e- even white people with mental health issues are treated differently. Black people with mental health issues are shot. So that that's it keeps coming back to training can, that, that, funding, training and, and de escalation. Yes, but de- I, I watched your video
3: of this crazy guy who was non black who mm-hmm. and he chased. It was like a. Keystone cops. Mm-hmm. He was chasing this guy all around and it was terrible but the de-escalation is just different. When they see anytime you can see something in someone else like oh you remind me of my cousin that I used to go fishing with or you remind me of this school this friend mm-hmm. then that person becomes human to you even mm-hmm. though they're a stranger mm-hmm. you can look at them and say mm-hmm. oh you remind me of someone but mm-hmm. when you're looking at someone that you you know has been demonized and and has been the the fall guy for all the you know the scapegoats. It's just amazing. I mean, you can take it, it's amazing in this country how we we can let our imaginations run. For example, you'll sit there and listen to um, our president say that um, we mailing in <laughs> ballots is, is 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 a scam. We have no evidence of any mail. Any voter for it, except for some Republicans in North Carolina last year for the very first time. Mm-hmm. So but they make it seem so real. And I think a lot of times people say, Well, I don't want anybody to come run up in my house and and I don't have a gun. I'm fifty four. I still don't know anyone who's had somebody run up in their house. And I bet a lot of people. <laughs> I know a lot of people. Leave and not one Lucas. person said thank you. I mean, do you know anyone who's has a winner up there? I don't, actually. Do you know I, anyone? You lost
1: me. Like, you lost it about three sentences ago. But I love you. I, but I'm
3: just saying, my point being is that we create this, this thing, like, domestic dispute. They're going to have to come with a gun. No, Why?
1: Well, I think right now what we're doing isn't working. So going there with a the gun, with these mm-hmm. people that have all of this adrenaline. Like, think about going into a situation. You have a weapon. You have all this adrenaline. And... It's not necessarily a good thing to mix, you know, weapons and adrenaline because, I mean, I, you know, when I get in fights, like, you don't even feel the pain when I was young. I would get in physical fights. I wouldn't feel the pain because I was so hyped up to win or to, you know, beat up my neighbor. Sorry. We had to, had to, to pass the house every day. Buddy used to try to beat me up. And so, and he beat me up a lot. And then I started fighting back. I'm just saying, to get to my house because he was mean. Um, no, but you don't, you don't know you're hurt. Like, in a car accident, you're in shock. You don't yep. know that you're hurt until after, and I feel like some of these cops they 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 don't have the mindset that they need. They go in on the defense. They do have a weapon. They have a adrenaline, and it's almost like a pack mentality. It's like it's like coyotes.
2: So I want to I want to use an analogy here because yeah. I love what you just said. How how you don't know you're hurt, you're in shock. I kind of think that's where our country is right now. We didn't know we were hurt. Well, we knew we were hurt, but the majority of the country did not understand the hurt and what it looked like. And then with the pandemic and everything being shut down. Now everyone's in shock. And so the the covers are ripped off. The shock is, is, you know, very strong right now. But now we have to move to the healing point. And I think that's where the conversations like these are happening. That's where you have to look at the laws, the police. Like there are so many factors that have to go into now this healing phase because everyone was shocked. People were like, I never knew. Like do, you, I don't, do you feel people, like we are
1: healing? I don't think. I, I think like, we're still in the
2: shock phase. Well, I actually think like we, we're in the shock phase. It's going
1: to be years before, like, to implement all of the change we need. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a long time, mm-hmm. and then I think the healing. I think there's still going to be a lot of fighting for rights, and and yep. the, as there should be. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't feel like we're in a healing state yet. I, I feel like we are just now still realizing.
2: Well, we're still reeling, but but legal reform is happening, and it's, hap- it, it, it's happening slowly and quickly at the same time. There was a bill that just passed, the Cameron Act, where C A R E N, where if you oh. if you knowingly file a, call the police file a file report against an African American, you will be you will be charged with the crime
1: if you knowingly do it. That if, and then yes, you know so if it's you knowingly not call true. the
2: police exactly. Right. So if you knowingly are using law enforcement to negatively affect black people, right. you will be charged with a crime. Things like that are happening quickly. There are other more systemic racism interventions that will take longer to happen. But yeah. so, yeah, so it's happening. It's like you said, like we said, the country is in shock, but we all have to keep pushing. We have to keep there's a meme that's going, going around. says, Keep your feet on the gas. We have to keep going with this movement because there's so much more work that has to be done. So.
1: And like I said earlier when we were off camera, you know, we're not all going to agree. I think that would be a really boring mm-hmm. conversation. You know, like I said, be, you guys before, I'm not as a cop showing up to a drug. Like I say, keep saying meth because I just watched Breaking Bad and those people are well, I'm fucking crazy. I am about the
2: meth. Well, I
1: live okay. in. in Sacramento. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna let's, just be, say. let's remember that. I've done, I have done. mean,
3: through my years of being here in California, I've done a lot of drugs. And, <laughs> and so meth is one of the drugs I've done. And meth is one that's thing. A
1: white people that sounds racist. I think I what
3: I think, think we are going back to is I'm trying to. It's, it's past my. It's, it's a different angel dust. What is angel that, dust is, is what? L.A. Angel dust was now, that
1: meth or PCP? I get them all confused.
3: Angel dust is PCP, which and, is and, which is a, a, a hallucinogenic. I don't know the the scientific, but I can tell you in, on the West Coast, Los Angeles. Before the crack epidemic, before crack really took over the streets of L.A., L.A. was a PCP town, meaning they were smoking this angel dust. And angel dust will give you this incredible kind of psychotic It's not
1: strength. like, it's not hair. Like- and I'm just saying,
3: it's a different drug. Angel dust, PCP, which I, I understand where the history and how this, he was on meth or he was on some type of drug has perpetuated through the uh-huh. years because-
2: PCP was dangerous because the PCP I that actually.
3: because it was before Freeway Rick Ross and those guys and the CIA brought the crack to LA. LA LA was a city like uh Washington DC had a lot of PCP users. So the law enforcement through the 60s, 70s and 80s mm-hmm. when they just said the guy was on this drug... He was. He was on this PCP, buck
1: naked. You know, all
3: of, y'all forgotten about those stories of what Angel just makes people Martin do. Remember
1: Martin Lawrence out, like wasn't I was, he naked
3: with the guy. He might have been doing PCP. PCP is a different drug. Is meth allegedly? Make you do we don't know. It. Alcohol doesn't make you feel like that, that Angel. That love boat. I've smoked it. Love it. That's, that's what they call it in D.C., Love Oh,
1: love. I, Angel Dust sounds pretty. Or,
3: or you might know Sherm, where they take a cigarette and it was dip it into the water. <laughs> no, I'm just saying there is guys- a reason for this fear that police use to say, hey, they on these drugs. But no one, that's not a popular street drug anymore.
1: I'm saying so methamphetamine is like, it's very cheap and a lot of people make it themselves. So it is for, it's a poor man's drug. And if you think about that, if they're going into the ghetto and they think, you know... But chemically,
3: amphetamines don't give you this artificial strength that PCP angel dust does. It is, that is real. I have seen guys on... Like, we're trying to calm him down and he's got incredible strength. So they've taken advantage... My point being is they've taken advantage of a, something was from the 70s, 80s and they're trying to apply to these drugs. I mean, mm. methamphetamine... A meth head would jump off the balcony and try to get away.
1: Because he would think he would land fine. No, I'm saying they think that's they have what a meth head super, would do. Super Run. human powers.
3: No, no, not super. He's just super scared. Whereas uh, somebody on PCP, they'll be ready to fight. It's, I disagree. They, I've, I've done a lot of meth. And, and <laughs> it, it just. I've done meth. It's like cocaine. It's really a cheap cocaine. It is
1: speed. It's just speed.
3: It's just speed. It, it doesn't but give cocaine you. Cocaine is
1: not speed. Has
3: cocaine ever made you feel like you were just superwoman or, or like like I'm no. not well. It made me feel like Superman too, but. I, it didn't make me want to all of a sudden I could pick
1: this but car it's like, up. But that's when we had good cocaine because they used to cut the cocaine with the speed and that's when it got speedy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, but
3: speedy and strength are, it, it's two different worlds. Welcome but to the 90s. Welcome was, to the 90s. 90s, but but it was the
2: we 90s. From, we went from children to drugs. To- <laughs> this is important. I mean, as, as trivial you- as
3: this might sound, we watched the news. And when they use that line, oh, he was on drugs, on these drugs, people who don't do drugs think that every drug gives you these superhuman powers. Which they don't. It's that PCP, which I understand where it comes from. It came from law enforcement dealing with it over 30 years ago. But they're still using that same excuse today to say that he might be under If if they
1: call in, they say, okay, you have a domestic violence dispute. This, you know, somebody's apparently, they say he's intoxicated. And the wife said, you know, he's got a screwdriver in his hand and she's scared for her life. Um, intoxicated can mean a lot of different things. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So g- going into that, you don't know if the guy's drunk, if he's high, if he's smoking a an angel like on TV? <laughs> You remember when
3: they really used to have the TV where I think of Denzel, when the, when the when you had a hostage and then they have a special person come in to negotiate with the hostages, or someone holding hostages. What's wrong with that? So the guy is great driver, But you think we
1: are, we're going to, they already have all the money and they don't have those people or the training. Right, because
3: they're spending the money on the wrong things. That's why we want to defund and refinance the budget we want to have guys driving around who have college degrees in psychology you know yeah. how to deal with people i mean we got guys got a hundred thousand dollars with the debt with a psychology degree and they don't and they the, they used to be waiting tables
1: but then <laughs> now most, they're not doing that anymore but then somebody who doesn't come from a, a background that can afford to go and get that degree but they want to be a cop like it's it, the whole thing is fucked.
3: It's a, the question I think is going to be different now is, do you want to be a, a law
1: enforcement agent
3: or do you want to serve in the military?
2: That was not the question no. I thought you were going to ask. <laughs> I thought the question was going to be, do you want to be in law enforcement or do you want to serve the community? And I think that's the piece where we have to reconcile the community needs with law enforcement because because right now it's... In a lot of communities, the law enforcement operate outside. It's law enforcement versus the community. Versus, yeah. So we need to integrate the community needs and law enforcement.
3: What I mean by that was, going back to come full circle, was in the military, we don't retreat. Americans don't retreat on the battlefield. So leave that in, in Afghanistan. But when you come to Los Angeles, we do retreat because we're all citizens. We're, mm-hmm. not, we're not at war with each other. So you can't have a military mentality of never retreat when you're dealing with America with, with, but, with a citizen. Right. Yes, that should be the first thing we do. If a citizen's in distress, retreat because the last thing we want our trained officers to do is to
1: add to the citizen's problem. So I don't agree with you. I feel like uh, there's no actual answer right now. Absolutely, but I mean, if we could have like one guy that's driving the cop that he's like fully trained, like ninja, like he no, he's like he's just he's like he can do anything, you know. And then the other person that his partner is a you know a psych major or you know psychology. How do these other
3: countries that don't have the police don't have guns? How do they keep their countries under control? They
1: don't, do they?
3: I don't think the I'm police sure. in London carry, the, not your, I don't think there's certain places that don't have police to have guns, but they don't have a Second Amendment either. So,
1: um, don't know.
3: I need to check that. I hate to throw yeah. feelings out, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that some of those Nordic countries and some of these the other,
1: Amsterdam, <laughs> have like in Amsterdam, com- everyone's high as fuck. So, and they don't carry happy. guns. Nope, because they are all happy and go into the coffee shops and smoke in. They really, there is, the, the violence there is very low. The crime rate is low. You don't, When I was there, I didn't even see a cop.
2: Mm. There, there, let's
1: just say, we'll, we'll
2: end it with this. Right. <laughs> there are other business models that we can look at at to so see how we can incorporate changes into our system, because.
1: She sees this, she's the sane one, and then. Fight the power,
2: it. fight the
3: power. <laughs> I know, that's why we're here.
1: Yeah, No, we're here to like get the conversation started. Absolutely. And, and to talk about weird shit. Angel Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> Angel
3: Now, all right. kids, do not do Angel <laughs> Dustin. Do not, angu- no not, not, not watch <laughs> this, children.
1: This is not for children.
3: However, <laughs> that's my number one word. I love how to throw however in there.
1: You like that word?
3: I like that word because there's always two
1: sides to everything. That's true. Literally, I like that word. That's good your we all party. have a word. <laughs> all right, we got to go. Good night, folks. Thank We're you. out. <laughs>